Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of Park Africa. This episode is going to be all about love. Don't we all know about love? Don't we all yearn to be loved? Love, of course, has many facets. I've had a conversation with friends before about how romantic love seems to be emphasized above all, as if it's the true way, the only way to love or be loved. I, of course, agree that it's not. I've experienced healing and profound love from friends and family. They've carried me through things and gave me the kind of feelings I'm only now beginning to experience in a romantic relationship. For today's episode though, we'll be discussing romantic love. I was interested specifically in having conversations that girls would normally have about boys and relationships in a social setting. I tried as much as I can for this conversation to reflect that, to reflect the female conversation and I'm so glad that my Bella and Sophia were able to join me to sort of reflect that with me. I also wanted to give insight into my relationship right now which I believe is the most mature communicative relationship I've ever been in. I was also very interested in hearing perspectives of companionships and, and if at all it changes for married people. I surveyed a number of married people over 10 and I think my summary right now would be that it is exactly like the cliche the things that matter are never material it doesn't matter who I asked the things that matter are communication consideration a compromise sacrifice and they all mentioned that um, the financial aspect of the relationship is of course important and in true human nature it reflects sometimes who gets to make the decisions but above all all that was emphasized from both married men and married women were the immutable qualities the qualities that you can't that are not superficial like selflessness um someone who listens and i found that very intriguing and i also asked single people what they would look for in a wife or a husband and no one mentioned anything about being career driven being a go-getter being a hard worker none of that though those things are very good things everybody mentioned the things you can't buy the things you can't touch like compassion selflessness um, someone who is able to empathize and support you and be submissive um, in some cases. And I thought that was very interesting. Um, I'm going to start this off with a section where I discuss and I have a girlfriend's conversation about love with my single friends. And I say single because none of us are married. Um, and I thought it was a very interesting conversation. Sophia is from Nigeria. So there are parts of the conversation we had where it was a cultural shock for her to hear some experiences that we have dating in Botswana. Maple and I are both from Botswana. And it was an all-round incredible conversation. And towards the end, it's a conversation that I have with my partner. And I believe that it reflects just how we're able to communicate and listen to one another and just how much that is at the root of our success so far as a couple. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode and I hope it was worth you tuning in. So I want to start off my my discussion. I'm doing this special for Valentine's Day uh, because there's always a hype around that. Um, 
single people talking about self-love everybody making it um this high people making fun of being single tomorrow others really going to have something to do tomorrow <laughs> so i wanted to talk about dating from a perspective i don't know if any of you guys are dating actually um but i want to talk about the dating pro um how difficult or easy it is to date now compared to when we were just starting to date or in your early 20s. Maybe I'll start with you. How difficult or easy is it to date now than compared to when you started? Oh my god. So, okay, talking from my personal experience in Mahela, I was never one to. I was never engaged at the moment, but dating and stuff. Okay. Ah, okay. okay but. <laughs> But uh, what I have seen from a distance, so as you as you grow up, you immediately you run out of you run out of options. Like mm-hmm. when you are in your early twenties, you have your standards, you have the kind of men that you want, you have your your your, your list. As you and then as you grow up, you realize sorry, you cannot actually have have all of that. So there are some pointers that you need. There are some pointers that you would need to overlook and say, okay, if he at least can fit into this um, into this model, then he can. Okay, yeah, makes sense actually. Sophia, how has it been for you? How is it now compared to when you were starting to date? Okay, so I think. Um, I think I can relate with her, you know, I wasn't much of a dating person, mm-hmm. but it's not like I'm not being in relationships though. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, well, my first relationship was good, but of course, things happen, guys, guys do their things and yeah. everything, so, <laughs> what did you say? I was like, yeah, guys do do that guy thing. <laughs> Yes, 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 they do. But so I think so. Um, there's actually something I've been also thinking about concerning this because I hear, I have seen people like I've seen older women in relationships, and I where I am, and then I'm like wondering, okay, what's going on? Is it that we? Sometimes, though, mm. I'm, this is an assumption, so I'm not concluding it's an assumption. See that some women don't really know what they want or what's really the issue. Because, well, I, I would say I'm fortunate to be in a great relationship right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I would say I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate enough to be in a great relationship at the moment. But then, when I see, when I hear the complaints about people saying, "Oh, they're not, they're not good guys," out Mm. out there I'm like I'm not part of those those um, people who say or ladies who say they're not good guys out there but I think it's knowing what you want first before you can really identify okay if this is if this is if this is what you can deal with or you cannot mm. deal with I think yeah that's it for me. yeah no I actually agree because I would like safely say I'm in a good relationship too yeah, my people actually like my next question you kind of mentioned that it was going to be about expectations. Um 
because you said sometimes when when we date when you date and you're in your early 20s or in your teenagehood you have all these things like oh he has to be hot and tall and then it's in your early 20s he has to have that and that and that and then as you grow older that changes so how do you think like right now where you are your expectations or your deal breakers have changed Okay, personally, I am not one to to settle. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, 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 even that is the case, even with everything that is happening, I am not actually like, I'm not, the expectation is still there, just that who then, okay, I, would, I wouldn't say he should be tall and handsome, though he should be, but yeah. I wouldn't yeah, say he should be. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's that's at like. I'm I'm not expecting on his face. I still have those standards, and I'm not even changing on the relationship that's not. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm out. Oh, okay, I I actually do. <laughs> I actually do agree that, and I have a feeling uh, Sophia would agree to that. Like, if you have, but okay, okay, can we can we dial it back to say, if when you're a teenager, say, um, you know how my pillow to your point, you know how Steph and I used to look at guys. And because they were hot and tall and that, that would be our whole thing. Like, oh my God, he's so hot. Oh my God, he's hot. Can we admit that those expectations that are not as important? Maybe the expectations you shouldn't compromise on. But then that those things that are just, like with age, they honestly shouldn't matter unless you're just trying to set yourself up for failure. Nobody's dating a guy after college because they're hot. Everybody wants someone who's focused and building a future. Nobody's saying I'm going to date you guys because your heart. Am I wrong? Yeah, you are. You're right. You are very wrong. Okay, so so you're wrong because <laughs> like I don't want to be with somebody I'm not attracted to physically. But nobody's saying date a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't. I can't be. I can't be with someone I'm not attracted to. Like. I don't, I don't know, but that's me. In as much as I want a guy who can build me up, please be handsome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You guys are the worst. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm just saying. Like nobody's saying go date like a, a gorilla, a very scary person who you don't want. But there's, there's these certain things that we look at. Like he has to be so tall and maybe have abs. There's things that in retrospect don't matter. You can find someone who's cute, but they're skinny and they have the personality that you want. Or maybe they're a bit fat, but they have the personality that you want. Can't you maybe things that are changeable like overlook them? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually compromise, yes. Yes, they comp- So, for instance, I think I was slim, you know, and not, okay, so I, I think I preferred, okay, so my, let me, let me talk about my spec. I'm put it out there. So my spec <laughs> is a dark, slim guy. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't think, I'm not even like a light skin person, mm-hmm. so I'm really good for a dark skin guy. 
who is tall, much. I cannot deal. I honestly cannot deal with a short. Guy. I, I like how you can that. deal. That one is a deal maker. You cannot be short. You cannot be short. Okay, guys. <laughs> this one, like, I'm not touching with like a six foot stick because I realized that um, you guys are very resolute. So when Botswana and Maple and I can have opinions about men here and how they are, and I'm pretty sure we'll pretty much say the same thing. But I want this answer from Maple and then from you, as in Nigeria. But what is the one thing that you have come to accept that is common of all men or most men? Something you've experienced with most or all men that you've dated that you're like, okay, it's very possible that my husband is also gonna be this way. It can be like a pet peeve or how they communicate or something, but that you realize this is consistent, like, consistent across all men. Um, ah, I think okay. Yeah. Make it. Me. Okay, we can start with my pillow. <laughs> my pillow, you can go first. What, what do you think is the one thing so Silemukinians know that's consistent across all guys? Even if it annoys you, but you're like, okay, it seems like all guys have this thing. Oh my god. Okay, um, let me think. Okay, I Okay, now that makes sense. What about you, Sophia? Even in your limited experience? Yes, you know, I do, but then, that is, like, I've seen guys around me, I've seen guys in relationships around me, and, you know, what ladies say, you know, but one thing I have actually observed, yeah, mm-hmm. is our men, yeah, they want to be superheroes. You get that. 
we love that. Thank you for being the provider. Thank you for being our protector. But you know, can you like drop that duty and let us be there for you? You know, mm-hmm. as partners, we are not just we're not mannequins in 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 the relationship. We want to contribute. We want to add to this relationship. And we we're not going to know if you don't communicate to us. If you don't talk to us about the burdens you face at work, the burdens you know your business and everything. We cannot know. So we love that. They are protectors. We love that they want to be strong for us. You know, strong in code. They want to be strong. They want to be there. They want to be men. I would love, you know, I would love that, you know. Sophia, you know, let, me, let me tell you something right now. Not yeah. even, not even like interactive. My people and I are listening to you, okay. and, we, and we wish we in Nigeria because <laughs> niggas here, they're not even trying to be protectors and providers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Men here they take money from us. It's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. There's so many stories. Oh, so wow. Many, no, so many stories of uh, the first thing I would ask you is what do you do for a living? Huh? They will actually ask you what do you do for a living. Oh yeah, they they'll ask you what you do. They'll ask you what you do for a living because they're trying to see if they can be with you to take money from you. We're not even like, we're not even playing. For real, man. For real. I'm sure. No, uh, ask anyone outside of us. (laughs) It's the truth. They're hustling through us, bruh. I'm shocked though. Are you for real? We're just telling the honest truth. Oh, wow. Yeah, either you find someone who's, who wants to split 50-50 and they help, or m- many men here, they're leeches, you know, and that's just the honest truth. There's so many women we know who oh take out, like, loans for men, who give men money, who marry themselves, give men the money to marry them. There's so many stories that it's so... Uh, it's insane. My fellow, you can <laughs> corroborate what I'm saying. I do, man. It's hard. Oh, wow, wow. Wow, I'm, I'm shocked. I think I just had culture shock right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but what do you think, wow. my pillow, what do you think makes a good husband? What's that one thing uh, that comes to mind the first time? Okay, um, I... I would love to believe that what makes a good husband is you're never perfect somebody. In the beginning, they were created to be providers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And us as women, we created to be, to be that helpful. Yeah. So if someone is a husband, they should be they should be actually working on something mm-hmm. that we are going to be able to help to build it mm-hmm. with something for for your for your own family. Yeah. No, I actually agree. Sophia, is your answer the same thing? So one thing, yeah, that makes a good husband uh, for me personally is a man that listens and understands. Mm-hmm. You know when I talk, when I tell him oh when I talk and say, oh, this is something that how I feel, you know, this is what is really hurting me. Yeah. You know, it's not just hearing me talk, or it's hearing, it's hearing, you can feel deep, 
and put himself in my shoes even if it doesn't make sense to him yeah uh, even if that little has just stepped on my feet and i'm like i don't like that you stepped on my toe and i say oh i did not know you know yeah. I, I, I understand i respect your feelings i don't understand though i, I don't see it it's not making sense like of course you can't say it to me that's not making sense to me but is empathetic that's the word he understands he listens you know? yeah yeah i'd agree i'd say for me it would be communication because yeah communication yeah, yeah. if i, I if i'm yeah. able to tell you and explain something and you you're not impatient mm. or act and if you actually understand mm. that i'm a woman i feel like this generation of women probably here we work so hard and we're trying to because life is hard we're trying to get our own things people can actually just like start forgetting that you're a woman just because maybe you're strong or you're ambitious they forget you're a woman and you get emotional or hormonal like someone who actually understands that i won't i won't always be reasonable but show me a woman who's consistently reasonable right sometimes i i can just have outbursts of emotions and someone who knows how to deal with that they don't raise their emotion to match mine you know they can be that calm force that that man and the things that men don't do maybe they're not as expressive sometimes you have to respect okay men is like that and let me not push hard so they should be able to do the same for you i think that's what i can Really here. I can't really hear you guys. Oh, okay. No, I was saying someone who actually knows that women can be emotional and that there's no woman uh-huh. there's no woman who is not. No matter how smart they are yeah. or intelligent <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So they should not always raise their emotions to meet ours. Like he should be that calm force that a man really like <laughs> just so, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um i was going to talk about the topic of money but i believe we kind of like went into it um are there money expectations okay. what what rules do you have around finances and dating in terms of b- dates being paid for things just being paid for even before marriage do you have any rules my brother um, well i do not have any rules they other can afford that particular date at that particular moment can pay. Like I don't mind sharing costs on it. I don't mind sharing costs. Mm, okay, what about you, Sophia? Yeah, I agree. I agree, you know. If you know, I think you know, it's not I believe relationship is like not a one way road. Mm-hmm. It's not one way. It's it's true, like it's it has to be reciprocal. So in as much as I'm looking for a man who understands, who listens, yeah. I should be with you who can I should be that you know yeah. yeah, I should be that so you know, you who who is considerate about this financial status at the point since it's growing, you know, it really depends. So when I see that, you know, is not financial buoyant i can't ask for unrealistic things you know yeah. and i know that i am financially buoyant i add i don't mind splitting and go for dutch dates and yeah. you know i don't mind yeah yes you know i don't mind yeah yeah i'm listening no, oh yeah okay. i don't okay, i don't <laughs> i don't mind at all too especially the financial aspect of who should pay for what and who should do that but i think one thing i've always wanted to see is 
someone who doesn't get too comfortable taking from you. I've never wanted a situation where I feel like someone is taking. Right? So I want to see someone improving and wanting to improve. And the thing about men is they want to provide. They want to when you see someone try to do that, it's admirable. Even when you help them, you know that but this person really is trying to be better. I want to see that. Not someone who's getting comfortable now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes, I totally agree with you. Okay, so I'm going to wrap this up by asking, I hope it's not a painful question. <laughs> what are your plans for this Valentine's Day? <laughs> Maybe what are your plans for tomorrow? <laughs> oh I, I usually have no plans for tomorrow. It's just so a Monday, you're working. It's just a normal Monday. I'm going to work and coming back home. Okay. I think that's a normal relationship, so I'm not expecting anything from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what about you, okay. Sophia? Oh well, I think I'll be optimistic. In as much as I'm not seeing anything right now, I hope to see tomorrow. And if it does not happen, the more life continues. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry? laughs> I'm thinking if you're getting your head fixed, there must be something coming up. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, I think my well, answer. Right now, I'm, 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 yeah. No, I would say my answer is more along Sophia's answer of like, I really am not expecting anything, but it's like if something happens, it happens. But if not, like the hustle and the grind continues. But there's <laughs> there's this thing where you feel that my friends and I used to do when we were at FET. We're all not dating, like at the Faculty of Engineering and Technology. We're all not dating, so we just. There were five of us. We just go to Spurs by Rivalk and just eat on Valentine's Day. I think we should bring those things back. Who said it's only about boys and girls? Exactly, yes. We can bring those kind of setup back. Yeah, as long as it's all about love. Okay, ladies. Um, thank you so much. This was <laughs> this is such an incredible conversation and exactly how I wanted it to go. You see, you don't really prepare for conversations like this or, or, or over prepare yeah um so it's going yes. to include thank you so much thank you guys thank, thank you for having me <laughs> you're welcome yes. thank you guys thank you for having me too okay <laughs> bye guys thank you okay, bye um how do you think dating is different now than when you were coming up and starting to date Hmm. Well, I don't know, because with teenager we would have been, we have a different perspective, so mm-hmm. it never had easy. Unless in the case, today I never really had interest, more than in how teenagers did these days, but we can't ignore the fact that now there are so many professions these days like I mean artifacts. Mm-hmm. We find that we have phones, we have tabs, we have mm-hmm. laptops, we have you know we find horrible about it and we're like how else do you do it? Makes it difficult. It makes it difficult because maybe you you find that girl a rich girl or a well off girl who and the phone. But also not me. You can't really communicate with that, and I think those conditions to bodies. Because it's kind of hard, and I'm not going to walk out. So, it's totally a lot of 
Okay. <laughs> you can try to be hypothetical. Life <laughs> not Sometimes I say something without even trying to take offense on it. So I always have to think hard when I talk to you about something that I know you won't even agree on or you start questioning. So that's the whole thing. But all in all, I'm in a good friend. All in all, I don't suck. Okay, now let's. Yeah, very interesting, you know. I did a lot these days and now tomorrow. You know, the morning things I I did that because of you, you know, you you encouraged me so much. I was gonna ask you what you like about me. Everything. (laughs) It couldn't be everything. Except maybe that sometimes not just with me, you know, with my mom, family, friends. Strangers, I know I have to handle. I know I have a little temperament. A little. <laughs> 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 um, Don't make me expose you to the world. <laughs> okay, the temper thing, I think I'd agree, but I'd say for me, I show it once and then after that, I just ignore you. And I think that's what sucks for people more than me even expressing the temper mm-hmm. they'd rather express it and then maybe keep expressing it or go back to how was they kind of hate at least that's what I've heard because that's what comes after the temper especially if you're not important to me not that people are not important if you're not significant enough in my life then you're just so ignorable and I exercise that right always to ignore you if you're not close to me. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm looking at your face that not. What are you thinking? No. Nothing. Yeah. Tell me. Mm. I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> mm. I can't put one account in the account. I think you need to be different, my friend. You try to give me intention, and I can do. Because my father had to go out to do things, how I should handle it. I think I should be intentional about how. Every time I feel like I'm angry, I should just not react in like, you know, wait. Just keep quiet. You know, feel it inside myself until I come back. Then that's when I can respond. I'll give you an example about what happened recently about this other, you know, this page. So, this lady I was helping you when she stepped in yeah. and said, hey. So, you just, I didn't respond to her, but she called me, we were together. You saw my response. I just got mad, but I, did, I wasn't mad at her. I didn't see anything to her. I just I was just mad at her. Until I slept her off and I'm totally fine now. You know, she can do whatever she wants to do. God will bless her. I have nothing against her. So that's how I think I should always try to handle anger. Whenever you encounter a situation that puts you in a state, don't react. Either you need to make changes 
just had you leave the place, sort it out later when you are alone. That way it works. Though it, it may seem like you are a smaller person, is going to be how easy it is it to know when you want to marry someone because a lot of people date and you know I've had someone who you know I like who I listen to say you know when you know you've met the right person or an actual man it's when you have a conversation around marriage and kids it's so natural and not something you're afraid of talking about afraid that you'll scare them away or they might just think you're too intense is it possible to actually love someone and then think those topics are too intense or is it possible to say you love someone and yet not want them to bring up that marriage talk or kids or any talk that involves the future because there are people who are in relationships but they can't have those conversations and they're in long term relationships way longer than We've been, but they can't bring up conversations around marriage and kids and all that to their partners. And yet they say that dating is it possible for someone to love you, but then there be that barricade, like you can't discuss those things openly and plan for them. No, I think we should. If there is one, then I think that both of you are not ready for marriage or even that relationship. Mm. I think it's not worth it because it's just one of those. I think you should be free to talk about everything concerning marriage, you know, like, like, like we do, you know. Mm. Mm. The way we, we speak of it, it's as if it's guaranteed, it's only yeah, a conversation of when, like, how. Mm. I actually agree with that. Um, I wanted people to. I did ask you what you like about me. You said everything, so we're going to <laughs> we're going to leave it at that. Yeah, just leave it. <laughs> and I'm going to take that compliment. And I wanted people to get a window into our relationship, and I guess communication and how it can be. And yeah, our relationship is the toughest thing because it's like. You're dating a thousand people from both sides, <laughs> um, but I, I guess it's just that we know what we want to do, what we do, yeah. and listening to that can just you know. Yeah. Mm. We're able mm. to stay centered, and it's not like this absence of noise or absence of opinion. Yeah, and actually, things. the noise is too much. Yeah, it's the noise is loud. Mm. <laughs> 
but it's like what happens when it's just us what do we talk about what do we discuss and sometimes that's all we have to focus on and we have extra pressure of working together so there's the pressure of that and then there's the pressure of people in my opinion but in the end i don't really feel it that much because then there's you yeah yeah but you know myself i don't care about those what they say but you know you know you think you know but i'm not right for you people and their parents and their friends thought the people were good for them for a number of reasons they could have been looking at what the people have or whatever they're presenting and then it turns out they're not really good for them so which means we're all gambling whether people think it's the right choice or the bad choice and in the end we're all gambling on love and it turns out it always turns out how it turns out and all you can do is like be in the moment experience this this level of connection intimacy and communication and try to shut out the noise as much as you can and at least that's what i do you know what i'm okay yeah live my life each day do what i do best then go to go to bed satisfied that's what i do yeah, yeah. i agree thank you baby <laughs> <laughs>